All right, welcome back to the Golf Podcast. We've got a, something that I always enjoy is, is we've got a guest back in studio. You gotta love it. Gotta love it. I love our call-ins. It's nice when we're able to reach different people, but every once in a while, getting that face-to-face. It's nice to, face. to have someone here. It is. Yeah. A nice visitor to HQ yeah. here. Mm-hmm. So we've got John Miscari, who's the director of golf at Alpine, uh, right you know, here in, in Rockland County. Um, actually, is it dipped down to Jersey? It's Bergen County. It's Bergen County. Yeah, we're right? down Demarest slash Alpine, yeah. I always think when I'm getting off the Palisades Because you take there. the Palisades. Exactly. Right. But um, just outside of New York City, just an incredible club. Um, really just a beautiful Top place. Top Tillinghast. Yeah. Uh, he works with, he's got some incredible uh, membership there. Guys like CC Sabathia. Big names. Yeah, yeah it's a big, big money name. market over there. It and is something. One of the most beautiful clubs I've ever stepped foot on. Yeah, so we had the... Um, the, the good fortune of playing there recently with John. You haven't seen that video yet. It'll be out very soon. We did a 2V Pro, and let's just say John is quite the the player. He put a lot of birdies on the card that day. He did. Mm-hmm. We won't tell you who won. You could probably surmise anyway. Either way, I think you guys are going to enjoy that video. But John is also co-host of On the T on ESPN. Yep. Gets to talk a lot about, about you know, the PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, and now, of course, the big thing that everyone's talking about, live live golf yeah so we did a whole show on that last week talking about our own kind of experience with it our own kind of take on on where we think that's headed speculation some of the big names that have kind of gone over there but i want to definitely get pick john's brain a little bit he's he's somebody who's been in the world of golf for a long time i think you'll have a very unique perspective on it Mm -hmm. so we'll dive into that and then the other big thing that everybody's talking about obviously the open the open championship 150th I mean, yeah. what a year. Marquee year at St. Andrews. We'll get some of his picks for that, to watch too. that. We'll talk to him about that. And then I want to ask him about his experience. I heard he played the Grove, MJ's Loom Course down in Florida. He might have some stories for us. We'll see. Yeah. Talk about we'll exclusive. See. Yeah. There's a place you're mm-hmm. not getting in unless you know somebody. That's right. for sure. But I'll tell you what. Let's not keep you waiting. We're going to do a quick word from our sponsors. Then we're going to hop right into our interview with John Mascara. All right, we partner with DraftKings Sportsbook to give you this special deal. They are giving all new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000 if your bet loses. I love this. So here's what you got to do. Head over to DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and check out all that they have to offer, including same-game players, player props, live betting. There's so much you can do on this app. I love playing around with things like top five, top ten, because you don't have to always pick the winner when it comes to golf uh, among all the other sports that they offer. Um, DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbooks, a sportsbook app. It's safe. It's secure. It's reliable. You could deposit money easy. You could withdraw your money easy. I've done it all. It's simple. And the sportsbook, if it's not available in your state, it's all good because don't forget about the DraftKings Fantasy app, which right. I also play. I mean, I can't not. Yeah. Uh, they're offering millions of dollars in total prizes every week. So guys, Download and sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook. Get in on all the exciting action for a shot at winning cash. New customers, you're going to receive that free bet up to $1,000 if your free bet loses. So sign up using the promo code GOLFICITY. Don't forget that I in the middle, G-O-L-F-I-C-I-T-Y, and get this offer. Start seeing all the great ways that DraftKings brings you closer to your favorite sports. And I want to thank Gosling's Rum. This podcast is sponsored by Gosling's, the creator of the Dark and Stormy Cocktail, the official cocktail of the 19th hole. Little rum, little ginger beer, little lime, little ice. Gets you through the day. You know, on a day like today, it's dark and stormy out. Get the pre-made dark and stormies if you don't want to go through all the the rigmarole, which, by the way, it's two simple ingredients. But if you don't want to do that. But the convenience are so you throw one of those in the cooler, bring it to the golf course. That's it. You just throw them their pre-made cocktails in a can. You can also check out their merch shop at darkandstormy.com. But here's the kicker. $15 off if you use our Golficity code at checkout. That's right. You can get it on the alcohol and it'll ship right to your door. You got to love it. That offer is valid through August 31st, 21 or older. Please drink responsibly and go check out goslingsrum.com. Yeah. And of course, guys, we also want to thank Titleist. Guys, you've seen it. If you've been around before, if you've seen our content, you know how much we value a good fitting. And the reality is nothing will do more to improve your driver performance than getting fit by an authorized Titleist fitting fitting specialist. With that outstanding featured shafts and new premium partnership with Graphite Design, they have the tools to get your game dialed in. And, you know, we saw it really firsthand, Mike, uh, you know, with the guys on tour, what work goes into getting those guys dialed in when we were on the tour truck and recently at TPC River Highlands, we got a chance to pop our head in there again. Um, 
just incredible the amount of detail yep. and just understanding it's that crazy. and just trying to bring a little bit of that to our own game. And I've been since the the get go, I've been so impressed with what they've done with the TSI drivers. Saw immediate gains when we went through our fitting, popping them on the same shaft combination we were playing previously, but where we really saw it started to get dialed when it came to both distance and dispersion was when we got into that fitting. And again, there are so many of those premium shafts that you can pair up with that head. Find the right thing for your game. Every one of us as golfers are different. And once you find that right mix of equipment and golfer, that's where the the magic really kind of happens. Magic, baby. It does. Mm -hmm. So make sure you go to Titleist.com. Learn more about those TSI drivers, and more importantly, schedule your fitting today, the fitting experience. It is just something, if you haven't done it before, you've really got to see it to believe it, and I don't think you'll you'll ever buy off the rack again after you've you've right. seen how that, that changes things. So like I said, visit Titleist to learn more about the TSI drivers and schedule your fitting today. All right, let's uh, bring John on the show. All right, guys, we've got John Mascari, who is the director of golf at Alpine. Yeah. Also, co-host of On the Tee. That's right. So, wearing a lot of hats. Oh, man. Well, I'm... even in your director of golf role, you're wearing a lot of hats. I have a whole closet full of hats. Yeah. It feels yep. like. Yes, yes. Thanks for having me, guys. It's uh, it's certainly been great. It's certainly uh, been fun to work at a terrific course like Alpine. Yeah. But um, getting into the radio and getting into the golf media thing has been something that's been a labor of love for me as well. So. How many years now going for that? Uh, in our fifth season uh, on, on the tee, I do it with Anita Marks uh, from mm -hmm. ESPN fame and Christina Thompson, who uh, runs Golf for Her mm -hmm. here in New Jersey. So we've, um, we started out five years ago. Anita and I were student teachers. She was my golf student. So we were, uh, oh, yeah. she was taking lessons from me. And she was like, well, you know, I want to think about having a golf show on ESPN Radio. I love to golf. I think there's a market there. Yeah. You want to be my co-host? And, like, I couldn't get the word yes. Right. right. Yeah, for enough. sure. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't really know anything about this. I just, you yeah. know, glad to do a microphone. That's and it. it's been great for five years. Now, she's That's been doing it for a, a while, right? In yeah. other sports? Yeah. She's really uh, a football person she's getting getting into a lot of golf mm -hmm. uh, she has her own show mm -hmm. on espn every week so she talks about everything from baseball to football to basketball all sports that are, are um, going on in, in the country uh but really a football background she's a um she actually played professional football ladies professional oh football interesting way and back in the day but uh, yeah she's fantastic she's taught me a lot i've learned a lot just by being across the table from her yeah and uh, it's been really good so so where do you do that show? Is it remote? You go into the studio? We or? used to do it in ESPN Radio Studio. So we sat in, we had our own studio or we were in the Michael K show. Studio. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. Or not. So I used to sit in the Don LaGreca chair, which <laughs> yeah. was always fun for me. Um, but since COVID, we've done remote. Yep. So I have a setup with a big mic and uh, we do it from home. And sometimes I'll do it from the club if I have an early morning. Right. Yeah, that's but right. It's on Sunday mornings. It's great. Yeah, Sunday I'm mornings. Eight to, eight to nine. Nice. And you just golf eight to nine during on the tee. Just straight golf, golf. Straight golf. We talk about uh, what's going on on tour, what's mm -hmm. coming up, what's going yeah, on in the We want to get your take on some things. Oh, for sure. There's a few things going there's on. There's a few. On tour, just, right? just a yeah. couple things. Just a couple <laughs> things. But first, Alpine. How long are you with Alpine now? This is my fifth season at Alpine as the uh, head professional slash director of golf. I mean, that's, that's yeah. some place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm very blessed. It's, yeah. um, it's a traditional <laughs> Tillinghouse course, 1928. So yeah. it's old. It's mm -hmm. got a lot of the uh, the architecture that was from that period. You know, not a lot changed on the golf course. You know, we added some length over the years, but if you look at the blueprints of the property, the yeah. holes are still laid out the same. Mm -hmm. So it's really a testament to classic golf. Yeah. Uh, if you know the area, especially up there by in Bergen County, Rockland County, big celebrity row out there. A right? lot of celebrities, a lot of big houses. That's uh, why I don't yeah. live near there. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's um it's got a lot of terrain, obviously yeah. with the name, yeah. Uh, so it's you never have a flat lie. Um, yeah. There's always a, a lot of undulation. The I think that are, was like the first thing you warned us on the first hall. You're not yeah. gonna get a flat lie out You're here. You're not boys. gonna get a flat lie. And, yeah. And I wasn't kidding about that. Nope. I mean, when you think about it as a player, even the littlest pitch in your your stance in uh, uphill, downhill, side hill makes a, a difference to how you hit your shot. So it's uh, yeah. Our handicaps travel well for our members there because it's a really tough golf course. I can imagine. Yeah. And how how long have you been playing yourself? Oh man, I got kind of got the golf bug around thirteen. Okay, fourteen years old. Yeah, I was a I was a pretty decent baseball player growing up, so mm -hmm. that was like my focus. Yep. 
but uh, started playing golf with my dad, who was a you know 13, 15 handicap and liked hitting it far and mm-hmm. was very um, competitive with that. So I picked up clubs, and if I had free time, I would pr- try to play as much golf as I could. You know, I didn't grow up in a um, at a country club. You know, I was a right. public course kid. I grew up in Staten Island, so it was all New York City public courses. Sure. So mostly self-taught. Oh yeah, pretty much. I mean, we had a family friend who was a decent player. Yeah. We couldn't afford really golf lessons or stuff like that. It was just I had a shag bag, right? And I would go to a open field and you know had like a I, I never forget this. I had two old tires. Yeah. And I would put them like 120 yards away and hit balls to one tire, shag them, hit them yep. to the other tire, yeah. pick them up. And hitting into like off a baseball field, like just into the backstop, like right. little stuff like that. It was just, I didn't know any different. Right, you know? we, right. There was no, pri- it was one private club in New York. I, you know, I used to caddy there, but I was never thinking about playing there. Um, but if, honestly, it really, my love for the game really grew because of that. Mm. You know, it was time with my dad. It was time out there alone. It was time working on my game. Sure. It was, it was kind it's of probably cool. why your short game's so filthy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to tell you how many birdies you dropped on us. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who won either. No, no. Can't, you but, guys, no way you can guess. But next week you'll find out. Right? <laughs> uh, I've always had a, a pretty decent short game because, in a funny story, the front of my house growing up, I had like this little square mm. piece of grass. It was probably as big as this table. Yeah. And I would just kind of chip back and forth towards it like it was a green. Like yeah. Up, you know. Flop shot, low shot, you know. and So a lot of say, hours. People driving by. Who's this kid playing golf right. on the front lawn in Staten Island? Yep. It's like the story you hear about Wayne Gretzky. His father used to hose down and freeze the yard every winter. And that was his rank. Yeah, and they said that the neighbors would see him. And the moment they woke up to the moment they went to bed, he's out there. That's why. Yeah. Grinding Please don't ever mention Wayne Gretzky <laughs> and me in the same <laughs> comment or ever again. Well, yeah. Look, I mean, it, the, the similarity, though, is that you it sounds like you spent a lot of hours out there learning the game. Yeah, well, yeah. you know what? For me, it was just it was fun. You were enjoying it. wasn't it. like yeah. at work hours. It wasn't like grinding. It was like, right. I'm going to go outside and hit balls. I'm just enjoying this. Right. And like, how many can I get by home plate from center field? And how many, you know, like. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that was the great part about you know growing up as a as a kid that that age and you know golf wasn't really popular at that point right um, were you like a trick shot kid or you were just was just focusing on trying no, to get it was, better it was kid? focusing I wanted to hit it long okay yeah. right you know yep and it was more of like I was the the kid that was on the range with all the old guys got it yeah. right so who's the kid at the end of the range mm-hmm. pounding balls you know right. everyone would kind of. Yeah. So yeah. that was kind of like sure. cool to me. Like, hey, I'm hanging with these guys. I can hit it further than him and hit it further than my dad. And then right. like, I can hit it to the end of the range. Right. And watch this. I can hit it over the net, you know, stuff like that. And it became competitive that way. And I had played team sports my whole life. I was a hockey player all through college. Uh, I played baseball, as I said. Mm-hmm. But golf was that it was just me. Yeah. And there was something that drew me to that, mm-hmm. which was cool. Yeah, that individual cool. sport. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, the reason I asked too is because I, I've always kind of wondered when I come across really good golfers, how they, where where they got to that level. And then at some point, is it kind of like riding a bike? Because I know, and, and speaking to some good golfers, when they are still, let's say, let's say it's a teaching pro or something like that, if they're going to go play in a tournament, they want to have some time that they can start to get their game back in order. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as you said, you're a very busy man wearing a lot of hats. You don't get out there that much. Yeah. But then we go and play against you, and you're dropping like six birdies on us. And it gets my my wheels turning. <laughs> and I'm like, is it for some of these really good golfers, is it like riding a bike? Like, did you put so much work in at the young age that like now you could get around out there pretty darn good I think there's at any time? Yeah, I think it – I don't want to say it is like riding a bike. It's not like you just get out, walk right. out of your car and get out there and shoot 65. Right. right. I think – Maybe as a younger player, it's a little easier because your body kind of gets back into it real quick. Sure. Uh, as you get older, that gets harder. Yeah. Um, but there's all – I know my swing and I know my keys. So it's just certain things. And and I'll be honest, hitting balls on the range, even if it's five minutes beforehand, if my ball flies typically right to left, if I'm hitting a little bit of a cut or a fade, yeah. we're going with a fade today. That's what you're right. doing. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, I'm not going to labor over – trying to get it, you know, fit a round peg into a square hole. Um, it's just a matter of this is what your your hand you're dealt, try to figure it out. And I think if you ask a lot of especially the tour players how they they'll probably tell the same thing where there are days where they either A just don't have it. Yeah. And they're just trying to kind of keep it together. Yeah. Right, right. Or there's days where they feel like they're firing off cylinders and it's go after it. Full throttle, let's go. Look at more cow at the open. 
the, right. the U.S. Open. The guy said he's never played a draw before. Where does Fade go? But yeah. He, but look where he, he and did. And look how he finished. Right. right. Yep. He just. I, so that may be that a little bit of the key. Like I'm trying to put it together for myself, and just as we learn the game, is like that maybe it's a little bit of that is just knowing that approach. Like whereas a lot of us as amateurs do try to fit a square peg in a round hole. We're trying a million different fixes while we're out there, mm-hmm. rather than just working with what we've got that day. That's true. But um, because it's it's always like I said, it's it's. You get to a point, like a lot of us, we get to the game later in life mm-hmm. and it, we don't have all the time to kind of grind it out. You know, we're lucky if we can escape for an hour for the range and the wife Most takes the kids. In here. You know what I mean? Right. So it, it becomes a little bit more discouraging. It's like we don't feel like we can make that kind of ground in that kind of time. It almost seems like some things become like unattainable. Um, but that's why it seems like you almost get a big head start if you discover the game as a kid and you can really well, get into course. it when you have like, more like time. anything else, the younger you start, yeah. the more comfortable of you're going to be and the better you're going to be. That's not saying that you guys, can't if you start it. at 30, 40, whatever, you can't enjoy the game. Right. Just know that you're you're not starting from the same starting line that I started at. Right. right. You know, you're right. in the turn back here more. Sure. <laughs> right. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't catch up. Right. So um, I, you know, I tell a lot of students, especially as they're getting into golf, the one thing you have to remember is that we all started where you were. Mm-hmm. There were, you know, I started as someone who couldn't get the ball up in the air or right, hitting right. dribblers or this right. and that. Sure. Now, I was 14 doing it versus maybe someone who's 34, but we all started at that point. We weren't just given the club and, yeah. you know, four yard draw. It was, you had to cultivate that. Sure, and sure. That goes to your athleticism, your commitment, but you, you can't expect just to show up and, and play great golf of if course. you're not really committing to it right and and that's that's one of the challenges i have from being a collegiate player to you know and playing professionally to now transitioning more into you know running the club for uh, from a golf perspective is my time is i can't spend two hours grinding over yeah you know take half an hour Mm -hmm. and putt half an hour and chip have a break stretch out hit drivers it's hey i got 15 minutes between meetings (laughs) Let me go try to hit some hundred yard shots. Yeah. Or let me just sit in the bunker for twenty minutes. You sure. Know, stuff like that. And so when you do work with that limited time, is it more so knowing again, going back to knowing your game, knowing yeah. what's the most bang for my buck here? Exactly. It's like again, there's like two or three keys for me that I'm always cognizant of yeah. in my swing that that's all I'll think of. Just so work I, you know on what? that. Just remember I want to get that left hand to be a little more I tend to get cupped this way. I want to feel like it's a little more flat. Yeah. You know, hit a few shots. For me, it's always hundred in. If mm. I have, if I have fifteen minutes to hit balls, wedges. I'm not even taking yeah. anything else out of my yeah. bag. Maybe I'll roll a few putts, but hundred, ninety, I kind of work down forty, fifty yard shots. Because you know what, you can drive it. I'm gonna hit the fairway or the rough. Yeah, I'm gonna hit an approach somewhere on the green or off the green. But where I can really make it up is. Getting it up and down. That's that's no. That makes up for a lot yeah. of errors. So in, in your years back when you were like coaching and seeing students, would you say that a lot of hockey and baseball players were good at golf? Yeah, great, like you great hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Right. yeah, particularly yeah. those Pretty two simple. sports would be hockey players usually make the best golfers. That's what I was going to ask you. Which um, one of the two? They, mm. they know how to use their body real well. Sure, you know, a lot of weight shift, a lot of transfer. Uh, the, the swing plane is very similar, but they they know how to create speed. Um, same with baseball players. Yeah, you know, and I know right? CeCe's one of the members there, and he's C- right. So CeCe's relatively pitcher. a new golfer, right? So look mm-hmm. at him. Yeah, perfect example. We were speaking about someone who came to the game late. Yeah, but now has time to invest and, and time, works on yeah. his game. And right. you know, we sit on the range together, and I watch him hit balls, and he's playing a lot of golf. And we equate a lot of the golf to him sure. and his pitching. Yeah, you know, like he understands weight shift. Sure, he yeah. understands Fine. how to rotate, yeah. like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I got you. I know what that is. Yeah, that's key. You know, and it's uh-huh. for as a teacher, it's easy. You, you kind of key on those things. All right, let me think about what they know of in their past life or their previous sport or whatever they played, and then you can key on that. And a lot of times, even with regular members who played sports when they were kids, mm-hmm. hey, show me how you throw a ball, right? And they'd rotate, and their hips would turn. They you know, follow through, and all that. I'm like, you know yeah. how to do it, right? right. Now we have to just build that into a golf swing. Because, you know, not many people could throw a baseball 95-plus no. mile per hour. You know, I couldn't even probably get no. past 65. Right. My arm would right? Fall right, right, right. Yeah. But do you see that someone who could throw that hard can hit a ball further? Does yeah. Does it transition that no much? No doubt. Because, I mean, if you think about baseball, especially someone like CeCe, you're using your body. Yeah. Yes. It's not just this motion. Right. And those it's ground rotation. It's ground pushing, force. Yeah. Leg, yeah. It's leg of the arm. Remember. It's all sorts of stuff that we talk about in the golf business. 
in a different arena. Yeah. And someone like CC picks it up real quick. Yeah. Which is, it's fun That's for cool. us because it's like, hey, you know, think about you pushing off the rubber here. All right. And you watch his hips turn and he rotates and wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, <laughs> someone like CC, he's, he's a challenge because he hits it so far. Right. Like right. he can't even hit balls on our range up to like a five iron. Because he hits 220, <laughs> yeah. 230. I have to take him on the golf course, like to hit drivers, because he hits it so long. That's wild. Yeah. But, you know, someone like CeCe, who's, you know, pays attention to his body, yeah. works out a lot, loves the game. Anytime he can get a club in his hand, mm -hmm. you know, he is a, a golf aficionado now. That's cool. Like he is bitten yeah. by the golf bug. Yeah. So it's fun to see. He loves it. And, you know, the other thing is with him, he understands where he is in, in his golf journey. Mm -hmm. You know, here's someone who was at the top of the top of the top Stop. of their game. Right. Yeah. One of the best pitchers in baseball, yeah. Cy Young Award winner. Mm -hmm. Now you're putting him in a sport where, yeah, what are these? Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's quite humbling to him, and, and and I would think for any other athlete, but you could still see that competitiveness in him. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can still see that he wants to get better, he wants to improve, he wants to have fun. And that's fun. It's to like be going from a, a senior in high school to a freshman in college. Back at the bottom. That's right. You, know? you used to be. Uh, you were the big, big man, man on campus, yeah. and now, now you're, you're back. At the, but we do yeah, see that too. We, yeah. we recently <laughs> had um, Bryce Butler, a former NFL wide receiver, on the show, and same thing. Like a lot of these guys, you see, and he talked about a lot of the other NFL players. They get to that point; they're still young when they finish that career, and these guys are competitive. They and a lot more and more of them are finding golf. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a sport you play, you know, forever, and they're pouring their competitiveness into it, and they're getting good quick because it's that same mindset. They're athletes. They're mindset. They're athletes. Yeah, yeah there's, right. sure, there's the natural ability, but there's also that that athletic mindset. The competitive juices never stop. Right. Yeah. Right. And I bet you if you talk to any of those guys, they're probably competitive. If we were playing poker, we we're playing golf. Hey, I could throw this quarter closer to the wall than you can. Yep. No matter what right. it is in their life, they had that competition. They and that's why they got to where they are. Yep. Because that, that just fueled them every time. You want to be the best in your town. I want to be the best in my state. I want to be the best on the East Coast. Sure. It's I've never heard those boom. stories about Tiger. Where they said even if it was like a, a rain delay and it was just like who could throw this across the table, yeah. it would be like he was like yeah, he that was, was it. In. That's all he could think yeah. about. Like that's the competition. It's it's wild, um, but yeah, that's it, it's it's just interesting stuff. And it's cool that you get to come across so many different personalities in that capacity there. Yeah, you know, that's that's a, that's probably one of the biggest challenges of my job yeah. is you have four hundred members all of whom react differently to how you are and how, you know, some guys are very serious. Some guys really couldn't care less. Right. Some guys feel like they're playing in the U S open. <laughs> right. Other guys uh -huh. don't really care. So you have to, you, I get real good at kind of being a chameleon, knowing my members, knowing who I'm talking to as far as, Hey, you know, I could, I can mess around with him a little bit and, and bust his stones. And yeah, the other guy, it's, you know, good afternoon, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's a pleasure to meet you. Right. Top button type right. thing. So, right. so like, people are coming to you for pretty much anything golf-related, right? They're seeking out John. If they've got issues with the course, anything. Like, you're the guy. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nowhere to hide. It's like, I, I, always make this, I always make this joke. It's like, I'm in my office, right? And it's like a doctor's office. I should have chairs sitting right. in front of my yeah, door because yeah. it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's a, a line of... Hey, can you sign me up for the member guest? Exactly. What's the deal with the first cut? Yep. You know, <laughs> what time is the range open? When is the, the ladies member guest? And But that's wild. How can we get members. food on the golf course? You know, yeah, exactly. It's like know your client, know your people, know your customer. You gotta right. know everyone. It's okay though, because I mean, frankly, I'm the face of the the operation. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm right. the one who's exactly. out there. I'm on the range, I'm on the first tee, I'm in the golf shop. I don't mind it. Yeah. You know, it comes with the territory. You gotta enjoy it. You yeah. To, hey, I'm if people are coming to me. For golf, that means they trust me. That means they know that it will get done, and they know that I'm going to steer them a in the right direction. But also, tell them you know where where it's at. Yeah. Too. How but, is the membership right now? Is it full up? Yeah, we're pretty full. Waiting list. Yeah, I mean, it's been say, busy. We're, we're probably like two people yeah. short of a waiting list. Okay. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I have <laughs> the application in the car, guys. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I must we have tried left tried to home. win it. <laughs> well, we tried to win one. Yeah. yeah. Well, go but, ahead. Um, listen, we're. There, it's been a blessing the yeah. last few years coming out of COVID yeah. that golf has had such a huge boom. Mm -hmm. um, we're seeing more and more people revolve golf around their daily life yeah. versus the opposite. You know, it's now it's I'm golfing and I'm fitting in other things versus trying to fit in golf. Right. Yeah. 
So it's good. You know, people are taking calls at the club. People are hanging out. They're bringing their kids. Wives are getting into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's become Alpine's become more of a home yeah. away from home for people. Where you know, even a few years back, it was. You know, you're going to the golf course. We're going to the beach. Yeah. Right, right. See you later, type right. thing. But it's right. it's now becoming a hub a for family for families. Adventure, yeah. It's a hub for business. You know, we're getting our guest rates and our guest amounts are through the roof. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of people are bringing friends, clients. You're doing events there. I see it's a beautiful club. We're doing a ton of events. We're seeing like we're we have an event every Monday, yep. which is which is certainly a testament to our operation and the golf course, mm-hmm. where people are noticing what a great facility is, what a great experience you get at Alpine. And uh, it's good. We just had a great event with Malbon and 300 Entertainment. Saw, really cool. So uh, it was that was fun. So it's such a it's such yeah. a perfect spot for it. you're so close to the city. Yeah, it yeah. is. You know, it people is. are coming to travel into the city. They can just pop up and play. A, it's a so elite easy to get to in, from Manhattan. Right. right. And there, there's another club in Alpine, Mon- Montami. Yeah. But Alpine is in Demarest. We are in Demarest. That's Got correct. It. Okay. That's really yeah. Well, I shouldn't say half our course is in Alpine. Half of it. Half yeah. of it. Yeah. 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 The good half. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, love let's it. switch gears and talk a little bit about your other role, which has also kept you very busy, you know, as the co-host there yeah. on the tee. I mean, this year, there's no lack of stories to talk about in the golf oh world. Would you say, I mean, you've been watching golf for a long time. Would you say there you can remember a bigger shakeup in professional golf than we've seen this year? I know. Shakeup, no. Yeah. No, there's been obviously bigger stories, you know, Tiger Mania, all that stuff right. was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but from a shakeup perspective, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this in sports for in general. Right. Yeah. I mean, we look at maybe the XFL. We was, were talking about that earlier, about but can you really compare? Yeah, no, I mean, nowhere, nowhere near where, where this is. Right. Right. The the financial backing that the Live Tour has. Incredible. Is unbelievable. It's endless. And we were saying, like, what is what do you think their end goal is? What's their mission? How do they make money? Their YouTube numbers weren't that high. I don't think they really care. They don't care, right? right? Or just, is it got to be? It's got to be a long game. Pour it's all the money in now. I, I, it's not going anywhere. Three to five years, right? Minimum. Yeah, yeah. Get minimum. it established, and then maybe because right now it's none of the traditional ways that you'd make money. We're not seeing uh, events have title sponsors. It's right. all live. Mm-hmm. So eventually, you know. I can see that changing. I, I, I think I, maybe you, you, you would know, think that have to as it gains momentum, but it's a disruptor. Yeah. yeah. It's essentially what it is. I mean, there's been disruptors in every sport. You know, like I always think like hip hop was a dis- disruptor in right. music. Yeah. Right. 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 It wasn't like anything else. Mm-hmm. And now look where hip hop is. You know, it's it's okay to be a disruptor. There's things that you can learn from this. I mean, look at the XFL. We go back to that yep. yeah. where there's stuff that they did that is now commonplace in the nfl right? right i always think about the camera behind the quarterback or, right yeah you know on the wires or, or yeah the kickoff sure return like all stuff like that you might learn some stuff <laughs> sure from that yeah um i think the end game is a little bit different than maybe some of those i think they're trying to be competition for the pga yeah. tour and yeah. it seems that every three or four days or there's a another, week, there's another one yeah. going seriously you I know? think what surprised me was we were following a trend of like the people who were going was more so some of the guys later on in the career. They're doing this math yeah. and they're realizing like, look, I would have to win X, Y, Z versus this. I think we're starting to see like a big change was like today, the announcement as of when we're recording this, some of the top amateurs just skipping and going right there. I mean, you played college golf and things like that. What What's your thought on oh, something like that? It's an like easy that? answer, really. I mean, if you look at the number two ranked uh, – Amateur Chachara, yeah, his name yep. is. Um, they threw money at him coming out of college, right? You know, and for someone like him, you know, a young Spanish kid, he's. Uh, what did they give him? Those reported? I don't know what they gave oh. him. I didn't hear what they gave him, but we we're looking at it. if you come in dead last in a tournament, it's still like one hundred twenty thousand. Yeah. Well, right, you could make money. You don't have no to, matter what. So that, right, guaranteed money for you, guaranteed money for your caddy. Yes. Right? Yeah. There's a big influence in how- And they're paying all the caddies' expenses. Caddy expenses. You're flying first class. You're staying at a fantastic hotel. You know, yeah. you're not going to the Red Roof Inn. Right, right, right. So right. caddies love that too. Say, so, hey, you know what? Hey, maybe Which we is a try brilliant this thing plan. out, you know? Sure. Going after the caddies is a brilliant Brilliant. Because, team, yeah. fan, like all that. Because their this success is, lies in the, on your player. Of course. Right. So yeah, it's brilliant. Of course, right. right? They want guaranteed money just as much as the player does. Sure. And look um, at the PGA Tour. You can't even eat in the same dining room as your player. Right. Right. A little different. So. You know, you're throwing money at the person. It's guaranteed money. Here's someone who's right out of college. And he, the, the thing that he ha- actually says is, I've nev- I'm have i not on the PJ Tour, 
So they can't ban me from the PGA Tour. I've never, they can't suspend me. Let's right, say. I've right. never been on it. Right, it's yeah. like suspending me from the PGA Tour. Yeah, right, right. John, you're suspended from the PGA suspended. Tour. All right. Uh, Where do I cash this $100 million uh, check? Right. right. Um, oh, man. So he, I feel like he feels he can always go back if he wanted to. Yeah. But this is guaranteed money. Yeah, set up this your life. This is a lot of money. A lot yeah. of money. This is time with your family. This is time with your friends. Mm-hmm. Right? Abraham Answer said it. I get to spend more time with my family and my friends. Right. Yeah. And make guaranteed money. I can still play in the majors as of now. As right. of now. Um, and I mean, as, as much as you want to say that these guys are playing for trophies and accolades and. Yeah. I think uh, the corner <laughs> that we have to hey. turn, though, is from the spectator standpoint. I was thinking about this myself. We got for it to have long term success, it's got to get away from just being effectively, you know, there's. There's no it's 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 a spectator it's a it's an exhibition match right do do you think that there's some road to them getting some sort of world ranking yeah I points? think well I think that's going to be the tough thing is yeah. where they you know that's kind of the the out for the majors right you know, if if you're not that's getting official saying. world ranking points yeah you're not in that top fifty to get exempt into the U S Open right right and could DJ go to the local qualifier at Alpine and make it there and then go to the sectionals and get in the U.S. Open? Yes. Yeah. Good. As just Joe Public, you know? Right, right. Um, which we but, might see. Happen. But you, now you, the PGA is a little different. You have to be a, essentially a PGA member, which all the tour players are. Right. But now they're not. The right. That's went to the live tour. And so. the Masters is completely different, right? The Masters can pretty much do what they want. It's their own, it's own animal. <laughs> they can it's do whatever they want. And the RNA or controls the Open. So yes. they're probably going to be on the side. Keep in mind that the RNA and the USGA are – 99.9% in lockstep yeah. together. Right together. Yeah. So that's, and it's an open championship. You know, once they start saying it's not open, then guys, so, guys with suitcases show, show up. So if they know? ban all these guys from the majors, but Augusta says we'll allow return, we can only just get returning Masters winners only, like DJ and Phil. Essentially, they could. Do, I mean, one one of the one of the exemptions, obviously, the Masters. If you're if you've won it before, that's what I mean. For life, that you might can be play right. again. It would be a huge step for them to ban to ban mem- yeah winners. That's what I'm saying. Right. I could mean, that would be taking a that. huge only. line in the stand. I don't know. I don't know if you'll see anything like that. Yeah, this is, listen, it's this is a, yeah. another long game for for these four majors. Is right. they're gonna they haven't said anything mm. for 23. Yeah, you notice everything right. else. This year, we're right. not going to change our rules. Right. If you qualified, you're in. Come yeah. up to Massachusetts, yep. have a good time. I yeah. think the tune is going to change a little bit next year, especially as we start to see more and more players go to the, the breakaway tour. Um, and as we see more and more fans start to give it attention. Yeah, I think as more players go, you'll see fans. Uh, yeah. You have to remember that I think the one thing that they're lacking right now, which I don't think they're going to lack for much longer, is some sort of television right. deal. Mm-hmm. And it's certainly going to be on a streaming network. For you know, sure. I can see yeah. YouTube TV or Fubo TV or something yep. like that where all you need is an internet connection. Yep. Why would you go to NBC where it's just the United States? Mm-hmm. Have, a, have it on one of these uh, international sure. uh, streaming services where we can watch it from Egypt, we can watch it from Italy, yep. we can watch it from Canada. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. It doesn't really matter. So your audience is bigger that way. Uh, I think that'll be pretty close to happening soon. And once that happens, then you start getting sponsors, then you start getting, you know, what we know is cookie cutter golf tournaments. Mm-hmm. But I still think they're going to do well with, you know, obviously I think the 54 holes things is is, is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I think the shotgun, shotgun is a really start. good idea. I mean, yeah, essentially you've got the whole golf tournament in five hours. Well, yeah. especially for spectators. Spectators, right? They're making a, a great like we talked about this on our last podcast. They're making a, a a really good experience for spectators. With it's shorter, you know what you're going to be there, and then they have the concerts afterwards. No they have all that. If I'm going to a yeah. tournament, I'm parking my tail in one spot. Yeah, and I'm seeing everyone come through. That's, That's right. It. Yeah, why not? You might as well. You might as well. That's what so I, again goes back to like. The PGA Tour might start to be like, you know what, uh, that's not such a bad idea. Maybe we could do something like that. Right. But right now, I just think they, they still have their boxing gloves and their mouthpiece. In. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so, too. All right, let's do a quick break for word from our sponsors. Then I want to get back and talk about, more specifically, the PGA Tour and how they kind of reacted to this. Mm. All right, of course, we want to thank FootJoy for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. And the Premier Series from FootJoy is the most played shoe on tour by far. So you've got 2022 Players Champion, who we had here on the podcast, right, Cam Smith. 
JT, who you know we're coming for. Coming we're going to get him. We're, we're coming to get him on the podcast. Homa, Horschel, Adam Scott, Webb, Poulter. Yeah. So many, many more have trusted the Premier Series. The collection has so many of those design and material characteristics one would expect from classically design, uh, styled shoe, from that premium waterproof uh, leathers, natural leather welts, and that great design that just exude craftsmanship. For me, it is my personal favorite shoe this season. It is that perfect blend of both that style and comfort it's a shoe that shouldn't be as comfortable as it, it is. shouldn't be and they turn heads you know yeah They're you look so... at it and you're like it just it, it almost looks like it should be in a museum yeah on your yeah, foot right, right. but you put it on and the first time i learned it, i played double header i played back to back 36 holes at number two then tobacco road in my premiere then you slept them in that night i, I didn't i, I could have slept in them that night that's for sure <laughs> but amazing traction great stability yeah. lighter weight and a modern it has that modern twist to a classic silhouette is what makes the premiere series so unique so you can learn more about the premiere series check out the different designs in the premiere series line go to footjoy.com and lastly we want to thank precision pro guys have you checked out the nx10 range finder check this out it's it's play with style i love it it's uh, headed upside down of course but what i love about it is how customizable and i'm going to run through some of the quick different features of this. They've got these upgraded internals, which means it's lightning quick. I love that in a rangefinder. It locks your target right away. They've improved their HD optics. So there's new LCD uh, display, which increased the strength of them. And they, um, I'm sorry, and they increased that strength of the magnetic strip, which that's, I love that because you just slap the thing on the side of your cart. Yep. You know, you're not going to lose it if you hit like a bump, but here's the, the new thing, the personalized interchangeable plates here, which this little white thing here, if you're watching this podcast, this thing just pops off. It's magnetic, and you could swap it out with all different kinds. There's so many new designs. They're consistently releasing these designs. Uh, they're super easy. Like I said, magnetic. They, they slap right on, and you can mix it if you want to match an outfit or something. You can get really cool and creative. Of course. You know, if you're going to like a Pinehurst or some type of like real American course, you want to throw the American flag one on. Super cool. They make great gifts. And what I love is is the customer service, the, the pro care package, the replacement of batteries, the two-year warranty on the rangefinder i'm running out of breath because there's so many things here that they offer some of the best customer service hands down in the industry if something goes wrong with this thing you can guarantee they're going to take care of it for you love the 90 day return and free battery replacement for life for life yeah. it's amazing so you got to use promo code golficity because you will get 20 dollars off this rangefinder which is already priced uh before the discount below 300 dollars. so you'll get more than 10 percent off or close to 10 percent off using that code and guys swing with confidence hit more greens precision pro it's a range finder that'll last you for years there's no doubt that's about what we it. want that's not about that so use that code golfist to get 20 dollars off let's get back to our interview with john mascari all right so diving back into it, the pj tour in general i can't help but think that they shouldn't this shouldn't have surprised them no doubt. You had Greg Norman talking about forever that he wanted to do something like this. And if just a little bit more foresight, they could have avoided a lot of the heartache that they're going through now. Because the reality is the PGA Tour, they can be difficult to deal with. And I think largely the part of the reason is if you're the only show in town, you mm -hmm. make the rules. Right. I mean, we know just as content creators how difficult it's always been for us. Sure, anything we get to do with the tour, we feel very blessed. I'm not going to feel like they owe us anything. But on the same token, as everyone who's trying to grow this same game of golf, we think mm -hmm. about it. We go to these events. We're like, guys, let us do some fun stuff. I'm, lockdown you can't do anything they control everything that you do with these shows and a lot of the players you started to hear talking about that too obviously phil with where he went got himself in a little bit of trouble but it's also true like when phil was doing like the matches he had to pay a million dollars in licensing to the pga tour right. but we all want to see more of that fun type of stuff so i don't know what, what do you think did the pga tour like miss it oh, here they totally like, did they totally had a chance mm. to kind of you know loosen the leash a little bit and i yeah. hate to use that word because it, but it is almost like they had these guys on a yeah on a leash where it's you know we're in charge this is what's going to happen right you got to play an x amount of events we need you to show up for this 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 and this right you got to pay some money back if you're going to do the matches and so yeah. on and so forth and we own all this stuff that's yeah, created out listen, here the guys are like don't mess with my money right right, <laughs> right. simple like, as that yep. yeah and you know, so and so might not want to go up and play at the RBC. They might want to take the week off, or I might not want to go and play in this. And those things that that were you heard chirping around the tour is what Greg Norman was like. All right, eight events, yeah, yeah. no cut, fifty-four holes, yeah. 
like, oh man, this is great. Right. You know, take the whole Saudi government element out of it for right. now. Right. If you look at apples to apples, if you're a tour player, right. How do you not? How I do mean, you as, not? as good as you know? Listen, we you grew up wanting to be on the PGA tour. Sure. Right. Yeah. Everyone who was a good collegiate golfer or professional, that was the end game at some point. Now, at some point, you had to be like, you know what? I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. But if you do make it to that level, that's where you want to be. It's like being in the big leagues for any right. other sport. Right. But this thrown in from a sustainment perspective, meaning, you know what I mean? I can, I can play golf for five years and make the same amount of money I would have made for 20 years grinding it out, mm-hmm. hoping to make cuts, right. paying for this, yeah. paying my caddy, paying for this. Travel, hoping I get an endorsement deal. This, you know, it's stuff like oh, yeah, that. It's a grind. To me, I it's think a grind. It 100% is. And I think that definitely the way it's set up right now favors the players. It makes it kind of a no brainer that way. I think where they may have to pull that back or change something is there's still a way they got to favor like us as fans and spectators. Because to me, you get to like these no cut events, everyone's getting mm-hmm. paid. I start to think of it like an exhibition match. Yeah. I'd like to see a little bit more on the line. Like I'm telling you, I was rooting so hard for Rob LeBritz last week. Of course. Thinking like, not only does he know him and he's a local guy, but life-changing money, worked so hard to get to this point. If he doesn't win, he gets nothing. He walks out of there with nothing. Right. You know, you think, like, to me, as a spectator, that's what gets me going. Versus, like, a bunch of guys with millions in the bank, and no matter where they finish, they're walking home richer. Right. It's a little bit, I think they got to find a, a line. Well, I there. think from yeah. a fan perspective, you're always going to have the, the diehard PGA Tour fans. Yeah. You know what? They're not. They're not going to root for Phil. They'll find someone else to root for. Sure. There's always going to be someone up and coming that they're going to, you know, who... Like they like to follow around, they'll cheer for. Right. Um, I, I I love the thought of involving the fans in more of the competition. I think that's where you have the whole uh, betting and gambling perspective is whether you had right. betting booths on the golf courses for some of these things. Where yeah. You're cheering for. And sure. Let's go make a bet. What's he, uh, What's Abraham going to make on twelve? Right. You yeah. Know, and then you're you know there's some you got some skin in the game I guess yes. as a fan, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think is pretty cool. Um. But that's going to be interesting. And, I, and back to your point earlier where we talked about how they're attracting younger players. Yeah. That's that's a little bit of a different spin than I would have expected. Mm-hmm. I would have thought they would have gone for the older guys. Hey, you know what? You're kind of made your money, DJ. Right. Sail off into the sunset. Play for three, five years. and Right. I think the perfect guy later. is Pat Perez. Right. Here's a guy who's probably never going to win again on Correct. tour. He had a good career, decent career, made money. Right, but now he's at the stage. I think he's got kids, young kids. Right, it's a take bonus. ten million and go. Right, my kids are set up for the rest of their right, lives. Right, right, right. But now you start to see these guys coming out of college. I mean, yeah. I, I always go back to Abraham Answer because for me, here's someone who's still doing this. That's what I'm saying, yeah. right, right. It'd be different if he was like kind of plateauing. Yeah, he's on the rise. Yeah, right. I put him with Top Mark Howell. I put him with right. Shoffley. Yeah, and he's getting off the PGA tour. Right, and now Wolf. And Wolf, today. yeah. Okay. yeah. Right? Who's next? Hovland, maybe? Yeah. He would fit in that caliber. Yeah. It, but some are loyal. Some like the uh, legacy. Well, I think the problem is now what the PGA Tour is doing, too, is they're responding in a way. Again, they're kicking themselves. They're working against themselves. Now they come out with this like this big money end yeah. of the season thing. <laughs> so which you did. Oh, two- oh we were going to put that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right. <laughs> a couple of, first of all, it's like, okay, so where would that money come from? Cause you could have given it to the guys before. It was in the stock. Right. Secondly, you, what do we keep saying? A lot of these guys don't want to be playing golf for 12 months a year. They want some time with their family. They want some time on the road. Now you just put this thing into the fall season. You just took an eight month season, made it 12. And then on top of that, now you put these guys who are your biggest champions, Rory, JT, you put them in a bad spot because now they've got to say, they've been saying it's not about the money. It's not about the money. It's not about the money. Right. And now you got these huge money it's games. It's about the money. And they got to right. be like, guys, I can't right. play in this because then it sounds like I'm about the money. Yes, right. And I think anyone who says it's not about the money is probably lying. Right. Right. <laughs> but Definitely. I think that was I very reactive. See, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. They yes. had a chance to be proactive years ago. Right. That's the thing. See mm. it. But like, and now they're going, again, they're going deeper into the way of actually working against what these guys want. But I could see some guys, like a guy like Rory or something like that, he's set for life, doesn't have to make more money, doesn't need another $100 million, and maybe he's chasing PGA Tour records, Hall of Fame sites. No doubt. I could see somebody right. like that saying, I'm going to stick with it. That's what I want. I've got a nice head start. And I, can, I can make it in all those types of things. He could be the PGA Tour's champion. I, but- think, I think a big part of 
I don't want to say combating, but kind of going against this tour is how the majors work out. Yeah. Yes. You know, that's the one mm-hmm. carrot that they, the PGA Tour and golf in America can dangle saying you can't play in the majors. Well, the huge blow yeah. was this DP yeah. World Tour because I'm actually kind of surprised they went with the PGA Tour. Yeah. Bec- they, I'm sure there was some, you know, elbowing a little under the table. The PGA Tour was like, hey, we've been with you and you're with us because otherwise it would have been a smart move for them to go with sure. it. Sure. Because now if they said your guys are going to be on the DP World Tour – you got you play eight events on live. Come over and play a couple of our events. Now all of a sudden you got DJ and yeah. these guys playing DP World Tour events, which we're not getting many eyeballs. Right. It's almost like the perfect synergy. Yeah. Yep. But and then even with that, like the uh, uh, we tend to not get into the politics of it and whatever. And everyone can have their own opinion with the Saudi stuff. But in the past, you've had like the Saudi. What do you call it? The Invitational. The Invitational. Right. They play in Dubai all the time. Right, and they played at right. that. And nobody was banned then. You know, I mean, and, and it wasn't that. Was that a DP event? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't remember if it was or not. But regardless, I'm mm-hmm. saying there's some crossover that was already there. Yeah, and you look at what the DP the DP tour said with the three events that they essentially suspended, which was, I think, uh, the Scottish Open, the, mm-hmm. yes. the Barracuda, and the Barbasol. The ones with right. the co-sanctioned yes, events. Yes, they have co-branding with the PGA yeah. Tour. Right. 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 That was it. Yeah. So th- if, if I'm them, yeah, you know what? If you're not doing anything next week, right. you want to come and we got, we got, we're in the south of France. We'll set you up real nice. Yeah. Right, right. All right. You know what? Sure. Why not? Because that's that missing key. If they can get playing over there, then they're going to get the points that they need to stay Correct. in the, the official World Golf mm-hmm. Rankings. And I think you're going to see a lot of changing with how points are going to be awarded. Yeah. yeah. Those guys are probably going to room somewhere crunching numbers right now. I, I think so. And Mike made a good point. He said, I think there's some lawyers, some team, you know, player lawyers who probably have an idea of a pretty good case against the PGA Tour. Oh, they've got it ready got to it locked, go. Ready yeah. to go. And it's I think, in a folder and it's just like, here it is. And yeah. I think that's the why second, you're starting to see some guys right, go yeah. and they're like, let's get going. And then right. Whatever. The yeah. second they say, you know what, you can't play in the U.S. Open. Yeah. yeah. Suit. Right. Yeah. It's going to be big. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I think we'll, it will continue. It's going to be an evolving landscape. Um, I think one of the you know kind of silver lining with it, even though there's a lot of infighting within golf, it is bringing even more attention onto a game that's been growing incredibly rapidly. We were talking about this earlier. There's so many other sports outlets that don't normally touch on golf that are talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. It's getting people to tune in. It's it's Even if it's doing nothing more than creating Whatever side you're on, whichever side is the hero and the villain for you, there's still a hero and a villain. Yeah. And whenever there's a hero and a villain, there's a lot of watching yeah, going on. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people are watching both sides of it. So I think both of their viewerships are probably up over it. So in a way, it's, it is expanding the game. It is definitely expanding it. There's no doubt. But uh, I want to hear just one quick thing, one more thing on you and the show and the move into radio personality. Is this something you wanted to do? And have you done things in the past where you're like, you've turned a camera on yourself and Get into it. <laughs> um, I've always felt comfortable in front of the camera because you were comfortable in us. Yeah. The minute we turned it on, you had jokes going. Like it was great. We had a it blast was a breath with of, you. It was like a sigh of relief for us because yeah. oh, well, there's a I lot mean, of very, very good golf professionals out there who don't. The cameras have a different just, set of skills. Yeah. Let's put it that yeah, way. Let's put it well, that my way. mother always said I had a face for radio. Thanks, mom. I always felt comfortable. But no, I always felt comfortable in a group. And for me, probably, I mean, I was an only child. Okay. So I had to entertain myself. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that came easy to me. And I was always kind of the one who was in front of people. Hey, you know, like the kind of getting everyone together type person. Mm-hmm. I, I did try some acting when I was in college. I was in like school plays and stuff like that, which yep. came very natural to me. Um, but when, you, when you're talking about something you love, like you guys are, yeah. it's just real easy. It's, easy. it's just three guys right. hanging out talking about golf. Right. We you said know, we'd be talking about golf whether the cameras on or not. cameras on, exactly. there's no cameras on. Exactly. And I think that's, that makes me feel at ease mm-hmm. in that matter. It'd be different if we were talking about something I really wasn't well-versed in. Yeah. Right. I would be very nervous that the cameras are looking and they could probably tell right. that I'm not faking. But yeah. this is... This is, yeah, just This natural. is my wheelhouse. And, that's it. And... That level of comfort comes natural. For any me. plans to take it further with any new ideas? Or? Yeah, you know, I'm always looking for opportunities. Um, cool. That to to grow my brand, to grow what I do, to grow the game in New Jersey and 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 the PGA of America. You know, I sit on the the board for New Jersey PGA as the PR chairman. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So I, I work a lot with our team at, at um, New Jersey PGA with promoting golf, promoting. Mm-hmm. 
my colleagues and promoting what we're doing in the state for the military, for people with special needs, for, for youth especially, and uh, the New Jersey Golf Foundation as well is a big part of that. So the more times I can get in front of someone and talk golf and talk about what myself, my colleagues do to grow the game and what it's like to be a golf pro. And mm -hmm. I might inspire someone else to get into golf mm -hmm. as a career or to get into radio. You know, I'm yeah. at a point now in my life where I'm, you know, see all that gray yeah, hair. Right, there, right, you know, right. I'm trying to, the, the continuance, I guess, is, right. is, is my goal now. But as, as far as opportunities for me, I can definitely see myself progressing more towards golf media and, That's cool. and doing something more on a, in front of the camera. I love it. <laughs> now, you've probably had the opportunity to play at some incredible courses throughout your career, but I think you mentioned you got to play at the Grove recently. I did, yes. Michael Jordan's exclusive club. I did. Can you give us a story or anything? Can you tell Nothing. Us? No, Nothing. It's Not unlocked. Like he told me I can't say they, anything. they cut your hands off? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was an unbelievable experience. I bet. And, and, and you know what? We talk about disrupting. Yeah. This was like no other golf experience I've ever had, and I've been playing golf for almost 25 years, you know, where it's – a lot of the same stuff, you know. Oh, it's yeah. a locker room. Oh, it's right, right, right. It's you know, it's oh, it's cool. It's different. This was nothing like that. It was you know the drive up, yeah, the level of professionalism for everyone. It's you know, Mister Muscari, we have your clubs on the range. What type of ball would you like to hit? Right. I'm like, what do you got? <laughs> You're like, we have everything. Sure. So I'm like, do you have Callaway Chrome Soft Low Spin? It's like, yeah. <laughs> and they bring me over a range bag of. That's great. I'm like, Jeez. this is good. So I'm hitting Callaway's. The guy I'm next to is hitting Taylor Mays. He's hitting Pro V1s. Yeah. So I just from that, from jump, sure. Yeah. No pun intended. Right. It's yeah. it's different. You know, the car, the golf carts are super fast. The caddies ride the motorcycles. They're way ahead of you. That's wild. Music, you know, everything. Do they really have the drone? Drones, drop-ins. Drop-ins. The, they have a comfort station that looks like the back of a 7-Eleven. Like all the glass doors, you want every flavor of Gatorade, beef jerky, food, candy, ice cream bar. It's like is the Jumpman logo everywhere, or is it very subtle? It's very subtle. Okay, but like red and black a lot. Yeah, you see a lot of the Tar Heel blue. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like subtle stuff. What I found real interesting, and this is me geeking out as the golf pro, was they change their scorecard every day. So Ooh. you know, you have a box with the scorecard and the right. Yeah. They print out new ones every day based on the yardage that the tees are set from. <laughs> right? And wow. they change the handicaps every day. Wow. So the so we know that the number one handicap is always on the front nine. And odd, even, back and forth, sure. back and forth. They do it however they want. So you could have the first handicap be one, two, three, right out of the gate. First, second, third. <laughs> Wild. Or 16, 17, 18. And I kind of started thinking about this. And I'm like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's making the course up, and I'm he, Michael, who he's playing against. Yeah. Does he want to give the shots early? I say because he's a big gambler. Or does he yeah. want to give the shots at the end? Yeah. Or get the shots, or give you know. So he's maneuvering the golf course based on hey, you know, we're playing. I'm giving you three. I want to get the three out right off the bat. So I'll give you one, two, and three as your stroke holes. Wow. And if I can get out being even or one or two down, now it's one on one even for the rest of the match. Jeez. Versus if he's getting the shots. Yeah. Yeah. He wants them on 16, 17, and 18 because he can press. Uh, I love it. <laughs> right? Leave so it, I'm like, aha, like light bulb right, right. right. Son of a gun, right? So, so how was the course? Like difficult? Course is fun. Like layout you know, it's, Listen, it's still new. Yep. It's got uh, zoysia grass, okay. which is like hitting off this. It's super durable. It handles, handles heat real well. Uh, you can drive your golf cart anywhere. There's no cart paths. <laughs> anywhere you, you can want. drive it right up to the tee. You get out, hit your shock right back in the cart. Right up to the yeah, green. Because you're not hurting anything. Yeah. You're not hurting anything. It's yeah. like driving on asphalt. It's fun to play off. You know, not like you know, typical Bermuda grass in Florida. It plays completely different. Right. You, know, you have to change how you chip, especially, because the ball checks up more. Um, it's fun. It's flat. Okay. Yeah, it's got like some canals. It's so, built so on an old orange Florida. grove. That's oh, yeah. where the name right, came right. from. But just from, a, from an overall experience, I mean, I played with a member as a twosome. We played the front nine in 51 minutes. <laughs> Jeez. That's some fast golf. And then we stopped because they were like, oh, we got to slow down a little bit, have some breakfast. Yeah, you get there. There's no menu. So you did just, the hey, what do you want? Yeah, give me like a uh, sausage and egg. You can make anything. Yeah. Like, oh, whatever. You took care of it, yeah. And, you know, we're sitting there having, having breakfast, and, you know, there's Ricky Fowler teeing off and Jim Shorts in a T-shirt. Yeah. With a, in a part of a sixum. 
<laughs> you can do whatever you want. Like you could smoke your cigar wherever you want. You could play in a six them. Everyone has their own cart. And that's to the extreme. Right. But if you kind of pull it back a little bit, successful golf clubs are going to be like that. Yeah. The yeah. days of, you know, buttoned yeah. up, mm-hmm. you know, blazer for dinner stuff is dead. Yeah. You know, we play music on the range right. at Alpine. We have speakers in our golf carts. We is have fun events. Is the locker room still a thing in the, in the clubhouse? It should be. It, not. Every, I mean, I'm old school in that way. I always take my hat off in right. the locker room. But we're not we're not dropping the elbow on someone who has their hat on. Yeah. Does that yeah. matter? And I think there's a part of golf that should be embraced by that. Sure. Listen, there's traditions. We get that. Of course. But it's also a recreational activity. Yeah. And people don't want to come to a golf course and feel stuffy and feel like they have to follow these rules. You right. know, I'm paying, awkward, I'm like, paying X amount of dollars yeah. to be a member here. I want to have fun. Right. I want to do what I want. As long as I'm not hurting or in, you know impeding on anyone else's experience, why do you care? Right, right. And that's I think where, where it really is is that golf has to embrace the diversity of people wanting different things. If you want to have your club is the stuffy club, and you got a bunch of members that that's all want the same thing, they all want to wear their suits to dinner. Have that club, and then you want to have another club where guys are in gym shorts. Have that, and then that's you right. have your choice. It's like it's what like you want to join. Like, I like right. this restaurant. Yeah. I, like, exactly. I like this club. I like that nightclub. Exactly. Right? They're different places. But that's the diversity we're seeing that in so many areas of the game. Think about like Pop Stroke, or think about like you know mm-hmm. uh, Top Golf, and all. Right. We're starting to see where it's this vibe, this laid back, and we're you know. People are golfers, non-golfers. They're, it's also a hangout. It's Short courses like the yeah, cradle, right. no doubt. And that's like that's the challenge for me as a, you know, as a golf pro is that, you know, I have to kind of steer my my board and my club right. to where I think or where they think the club this is going to be. Yeah. Club ABC might be the mesh shorts and t-shirt, bring your dog out on the golf course, have a good time yeah. type place. And Club XYZ might be you got to wear a blazer, right? And none of the, neither is wrong, right? But that's your membership, and right. that's this membership, and you can't say that they're wrong, and I can't say that you're wrong. But the challenge is when you have, yeah, the I good got hundred people that want this, and yeah, that's that want that, that's got to be tough, and hundred people that don't want right. either. Yeah. So. Well, some places we do see a good blend. I'm just thinking Pinehurst, where you have number two right there, and all of its you know legacy and all that stuff. And a couple of footsteps away, people were playing barefoot golf in the cradle right. with a bar and, and a transfusion that's in their right. hand. That how cool yeah. is that? Right. I mean, if, you think about about it, if you were to design a golf club, right, you probably would do something like a, that. a putting course, a yeah. short course. I would make every six holes come back to the clubhouse. Six, six, yeah. six. So you could play six, you could play twelve, you could play eighteen. Yeah, right. Like, like the little loops like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, more laid back, more family focus. You know, rethinking, not just golf. Rethinking, and yeah. the clubs that are starting to do that now are the ones that are going to be real successful. No right. doubt about it. No doubt about Give it. Give me Jimmy Buffett on loop and barefoot golf. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hawaiian shirts and margaritas. And Let's go. Yeah, it's like at the changes cradle. Changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. That's right. They had the music hidden in the rocks yeah. at the cradle, that yep. type of thing. It, it's a wild, it's a changing landscape, but I think it's in a good way. And I think that's just, it's just golf. As long as it stops being one dimensional, I think it was because it was that one stuffy dimension that it got labeled across the board that this is what golf was. And it hurt, you know, it hurt the PR of golf for a long time. Right. But we're seeing that change so mm-hmm. rapidly now. Right. I mean, look at us sitting here right now. Right? Yeah. This, this is something that wouldn't happen. No. 10 years ago. Right. No way. Yeah. You know, right. We're, we're, ta- we're talking, we're talking uh, about golf in all these different ways and what's happening in the golf world. It, yeah. If I would have said 10 years ago, this is happening. We, no way. Right, yeah. we, no Where's way. your sport coat? Yeah. 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 Really. Put it on. Well, the other thing, well, before we let you go, I know we're, we're still, as when we're recording this, we're about a week or so out, mm. but I want to talk about the open championship real yep. quick. Who do you have your sights on? <laughs> well, I mean, I think if you look at where the money's going, yeah. it's all on Tiger. Yeah. yeah. Right. But always. But the, always. But let's, I mean, right? let's be honest. That's like, hey, you know what? Let me throw fifty bucks right. on Tiger, right. just in case something crazy happens. I've right. always I just heard say, it. hey, I bet on Tiger. The exactly. sports books exactly. sweat it out. Right. If Tiger books. ever actually won, because they, they, they would lose their so shirt. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think it's going to be a great story for yeah. him. You know, he's going to pause <laughs> on the Swilkin Bridge and give the wave like oh, yeah. Arnie did, and yeah. back because it'll probably be his last time playing in an Open at St Andrews. That's true. Um, it's the hundred and fiftieth Open. I think he's going to make the cut, so I'll go out on a limb and say that just because I think 
the time off is helpful for him. Yeah. yeah. The terrain is helpful for uh-huh. him. It's not, as not up and down. It's We all know St. Andrews. It's flat. It's going to be an easier walk. It's an easier yep. walk. It's a walk in the park, literally. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm looking at people like John Rahm. I love Victor Hovland, who is, is a very a popular pick. I think DJ is going to play well for some odd reason. Yeah. The, you know, looking at some of the numbers. But there's some value in that 20, 25 to 1 guys. Right. Yeah. Off now, I think. I mean, there's so many drivable greens on that course. I'm going to see right. how guys lay off and play like six iron off the first tee. It's, it's like a, it's a different style of course. We got the, we had the ability to play in 2019. We were, we were blessed with. Did you ever play it? I haven't. Okay, I haven't. I've well, been there, well. but I haven't played it. We well, just said that you get in those bunkers, forget it. One thing Maybe that we did say when we played it, though, I remember the guy in the group with us asking and saying, "It just doesn't seem long enough." For right. those guys, he said, "There's a lot of hidden tee boxes you're not seeing." That's right. That's There's right. tee boxes that it plays a lot longer than it did for me and you. Right. Yeah, a, a lot, lot longer. longer. And, and true. the cat. And when you move a tee box back, your landing areas shrink. Yep. Right. And then you right. have remember you have the elements. So yeah, if there's any bit of wind there. Right. Oh yeah. But what yeah, Tiger sure. did when he won there, he missed every bunker. Uh, and I'm looking for guys that can, you know, play that strategy. I like I like that Rom pick. Yeah. I, I put some money behind Rom for that. Yeah. Um, and you just can't discount Scheffler or Zalatoris in these things. Yeah, boy, Willie Zalatoris yeah. is becoming like a major. You might as well ever, just put a bet on him for the rest of the every four majors. Right. For real, you should uh, give him a, t- give him a top it. ten bet every time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Um, uh, that's what I said. You'd be stupid not to throw a little money on a top. Yeah, 10. I know. Rory's going out right now as the as the odds on favorite. Yep. You know, obviously for for he's playing well. He's yep. Got, like, Three top threes already in the past. Or oh yeah, three top tens I think. So he's he's, he's so hot and cold though. It Look blows what my mind for him to like lose it at the Travelers like that. Yeah, they're coming out eight under and then just like I guess I it's think just it's all it's for him. It's just off the tee. Yeah, yeah. And he starts getting that ball going left and and a lot of things kind of come unraveled. And but he's got so much distance. You can, he can put the driver away and do it. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you saw that we talked about about playing your game that you got that day. Right. If you got Rory and he saw that he was struggling a little bit. That guy could put, you know, put the driver away and still be as long as anybody yeah. else, everybody else out there. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot of drivers in the bat, especially if the wind is down, because again, it's short. It's I, short. I, and I'm just saying, from, I remember from the WGT video game. I used to, <laughs> you know, and I used to live on that even during COVID. Yeah. Like I got through just playing that game, and I used to always play St. Andrews, so I know the course cold. And they put us back at the tips, full full yardage. And I'm like driving greens on three or four of the holes. Yeah. And then we went to play it. Yeah. And we, you drove the green on the yeah, 10. Yep, yep, on the and 10. the first hole, we, we probably could have. It's the dumbest play in the world because you got to get over the creek. Well, you got to remember, it's also like this tabletop. Yes. yes. Everything rolls runs. out. Yeah, forever. For sure. Right. Forever. One thing that in all the years playing video games, I just never put it together until I was out there is that they're all shared greens. Yeah. And I never realized huge, that. And then you stand on those greens, greens. They're yeah. the size of football fields. Yes. Yeah. And the undulations in them, the TV will never, ever do it justice. Yeah. You know, fun, they call though. the, the you know, the Himalayas next to it, the puttings are, you know, because it, it's like that. Yeah. It's, it's just absolutely wild. Yeah, it's, I, it's my favorite tournament yeah. of the four majors. You know, I know a lot of people like uh, the Masters, but for me, it's always the Open. It's yeah. because it's, it's like old school. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. like this is a golf course that's been around so, so long. They made a few tweaks in here and there, but it's, it's, it's classic golf at its yeah. finest, and it's, it's a true test. These guys are going to have to hit knockdowns and run-ups mm, and right. high shots and low shots and landed in this little spot. It's very creative. Yeah. And, I, and I love that part about golf is the creativity that, oh, yeah. that you have where I feel like the U.S. Open is just bomb it and just try to mm-hmm. get it out of the rough. Well, that's why yeah. my pick, too, is Rom. I want to see a little bit of that, maybe that Seve. You know, yeah, lineage. that creative, right? Yeah. That creative, the, yeah. the Spaniard, the hands. Yeah. Because no one was be, more creative than, than no, Seve was. No, God, the best hands in the world. Yeah. Right? Just, well, we certainly had an experience, though, because we um, we had a drink at the RNA. We were fortunate to get in. Wow. We were a blazer, and our, our guest who got us the tea time at the old course brought us two blazers. We went and had a Pims. Yeah. And we sat in the room, and then we went back to our, our hotel. We changed. We went out. We had a 5.45 p.m. round, and I think it dark till like 11. So we got the whole round in. And then we went out to the bar afterwards. I mean, I, so I can just imagine how epic that scene's going to oh be that week. Oh my gosh, it's going to be crazy. We were there, nothing was going on. But Yeah, and that's where, to me, like sometimes this stuffy does have its fit. Like I wanted to put on a jacket. Yeah, for that I wanted you know to. Yeah, you that's, want that's, like that's, that's like church. Right. Yeah, church. that's church. Yeah. That's a great you know? thing. <laughs> exactly. We're going to church. <laughs> We're going to church today, <laughs> right, and I'm right. going to wear my best. That's yep. right. But yeah, I no. mean, legacy-wise, not only being the Open, but being at St. Andrews, 150th, all eyeballs yeah. beyond it. I, I had played Kings Barnes, which is not yeah, far from there. Yeah, we did too. Yeah, and we yeah. we, we kind of went over and just walked around after our round. I was with a good friend of mine. Is the the 
director of golf at Mirfield Village. Oh, nice. Where they play the Memorial yeah. Larry. And Larry and I were we were talking, and he's like, you know what? I'm, I was flying out that night. He's like, I'm going to hang around. Maybe I'll get in the draw. You know, they had that draw in the morning. Yeah. You can get out as a single. And I ended up asking him, I'm like, hey, did you ever uh, get in the draw? He's like, yeah, you know what? I got one of the two spots that were open. I'm like, you don't say so. I just happened to get in. He's like, yeah. I'm like, I know Jack called for you. He's like, yeah, Mr. Nichols made a call. I'm like, of okay, course yeah. he made a call for his pro. Right. Yeah, you happened to get one of the two spots. Okay. Wow. What a <laughs> By chance, exactly. But he had he had played, and he's played it a bunch, and he loved it, and, and I definitely will get back there and play. Yeah. And, and how cool is that, too? You think about it, you, something you would never see here. On Sundays, it's just a park. Yeah. And oh. anyone can go out there. Yeah, we were there, and there were people walking their dog and yeah. on the sand and hanging yeah. out. And super cool. Golf balls flying all over the place. Right. right. Just yeah. Again, part of the whole mystique about that place. Yeah, definitely. It really is. I loved every yeah. minute of it. Well, listen, John, we appreciate you coming down, coming into the office, and, uh, and doing this with really us today. You guys really need to clean up around here. We do. It's a disaster. We're, we're, <laughs> we're working it, on it. It's like that old uh, Jaws. We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, you know? well, we that's just, a good thing. It is. It's you know, just, it's, we try to squeeze a lot into one room. And here. you're our second in-studio guest because we took on the lease like a month before COVID, and then we had someone else come uh, – not too long ago and you're our second guest wow. yeah. our vision was to have guests in here all the time but then that shut it down well we had jay cut with drive box yeah, i don't know if you've one. seen that yet drive box no and, i haven't and again thing way the way the game is changing they actually came up with it's brilliant they've got a uh, a mobile golf simulator awesome and they drive it around and, and it just becomes golf just becomes like a up pop-up and... event at different places Great. Yeah. so it's just such cool stuff but uh you all have to stay tuned to see the video to see our match um it was a lot of fun yeah and it was just it was just also just a privilege to get out there at alpine the place looked thank beautiful. you yeah, it was, it was, it was fun was to have you we so had much time fun. so much fun and uh you know you always have a uh an open invite to come thank you come down route 17 and, and see us again we, let's do it we will 100 <laughs> have to be back we appreciate that's for it sure but but thanks again for coming on the show and uh we'll, we'll definitely check in with you again real soon all right boys thank you thank thanks, you John. pleasure all right, that was fun. I mean, John's always a guy who's just fun to talk to. And you know what? Sometimes when you just like kind of click with somebody, like yeah. on that first tee, you know, when when he invited us out, play Alpine, we played a little match against him. And we're like, you know, we hadn't met before. And within moments, we're like, yeah, this is yeah, our guy. We just knew personality. Yeah. He was a vibe. Like he came dressed like in, in a nice outfit, Yeah, you know, like a nice fit. And uh, he popped a joke with us right on the first tee. So he made us feel at ease right away. And the whole day was just so much fun hanging out with him. Yeah, just a, just a good guy who knows his stuff. He's Like I said, yeah. he's been around the game of golf for a long time. Um, love what he's doing with On the Tee. Definitely check that out if you guys aren't already listening. Um, just just whether it comes for the tour or the local stuff that he does with Alpine. Uh, very knowledgeable about all that stuff. And, and I'm sure we'll do something more with him again. But I wanted to get his take, especially from that director of golf standpoint. Like, what goes into that? Because a lot of times, you know, we, we meet our director of golf at whatever course you're playing, but you don't really know, well, what do they do, like, behind right. the scenes? And it, it, oftentimes, the director of golf is the one who's keeping all those balls in the air, yeah. you know, juggling. And it, it's a lot of work, um, but it's also, as you heard him saying, it's an experience that's it's rewarding and hard to find a better club to do it at than Alpine. I know it's a private club, but if you get a chance to play there, if someone gives you that invite, yeah, jump on it, jump on it. Tillinghast, beautiful course, kept in great condition. Uh, it's got that challenge. And as, as John was saying, not an even lie out there. No. You want to talk about testing your game. You get those side hill lies, downhill lies. It's just, it, it gets it gets difficult. You. And on that second hole where it takes you down towards the clubhouse and you have to go over water to the yeah. green. Like right away, it hits you with this beauty. Quick thinking man's uh, yeah. uh, course, that's for sure. Uh, but John, I want to thank John again for coming on the show. As always, weigh in with your comments. I know we talked about a lot today. We talked, you know, about live and about the open. Let us know and drop your picks for the open. Yeah, I want to know your picks. Let's hear your picks. Put them in the comments if you're watching away. this, YouTube, Facebook, wherever it may be. Um, but otherwise, guys, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week. 